Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hi, boys and girls, and welcome to the podcast. We eat stuff and talk about things. This is Christine Guthrie from We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our conversation this week is with Matt Longville, the owner of STL Barkeep. You can find him on all the socials under STL Barkeep. We here at Weed Stuff have had quite a long history with Matt, following him from many bars around St. Louis and being part of some of his STL Barkeep events, most notably his Fizz and Folly this past summer at Lufest. These days, you can find him at Vicia during their lunch hours, and at night, you can spot him at the Beehive on the upstairs area of Brennan's. In the near future, be sure to look out for barkeep events in Nashville and possibly even Denver. Thanks for listening, and please enjoy our conversation with Matt Longville. We'll get the show on the road. <laughs> hey, Matt. So, uh, hello. Hi. How are you? Uh, doing okay. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming over. My pleasure. Um, okay, I, I want to start off talking about, so you, you did something, actually I don't think we've ever had this happen before. Yeah. You did a podcast guest boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We still love you, but you forgot your drink. I did. But you're like, oh, I'm a professional. Let me just improvise. Yeah. And you raided our kitchen. Yeah, you guys had some lemons and mm-hmm. some some big O and some bourbon, so mm-hmm. we got a, a a ginger sour. So yes, perfect. Right. Well, Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Good to see you. Yes. You thank guys you for as well. coming over this afternoon. It's very refreshing. I like it. Oh yeah, that is nice. We got extras. Yes. Yep, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, so Matt, tell everybody who are you. Oh, I'm Matt Longville. Uh, I own a company called STL Barkeep. Um, We do a lot of consulting work for spirit companies, um, some cool experiential events. uh, And then my daytime job, I am the manager at Vicia during during, uh, the lunchtime hours, uh, Mm -hmm. the day day manager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How long have you been in the beverage industry for? Uh, 15 years. I started uh, started working in a bar when I was 19. Mm. Um, so basically my entire adult life. Yeah. Not that I was an adult when I was 19 or even 29 necessarily, mm-hmm. but I'm coming into my own now in my mid-30s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we do. Yeah. That's, that's, also when, that's also when the back pain starts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> First, I, every, yeah. Every morning. Man, what is that pain? <laughs> Oh yeah. Yep. What did I do yesterday? I don't remember. Oh, that's right. I sneezed. Yeah. Yes. Now I'm agony for the rest of the week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, how long has STL Barkeep existed for? I started STL Barkeep in February of 2015. Mm-hmm. So we've coming up uh, three years almost. 
Yeah, yeah, 2018. Uh-huh. Was it 15? No, it was 16. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah. <laughs> We're going to want to edit that. <laughs> Seems no, it's fine, like, it's fine, yeah. Yeah, two full, two full years, this is the start. Started with the third. Um, and that's around about time... Oh, that's around the time we met you, actually, when you were working yeah. at uh, Basso. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. You guys were, um, like, the first professional quality cocktail photo hmm. that I had. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. still one of my favorite recipes that I ever oh, nice. made cool. with the, the, the bourbon and honey basil with a black iced tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've taken many a picture of you and your cocktails. You sure have. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have done it without you guys. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Happy to help. Yeah, so speaking <laughs> of that, you got married recently. Yes, married no- November of 2017. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, it was a wonderful, wonderful day and uh, a great party mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the night before as well. Yeah. I think you guys were there for part of that. That was we cool. Were. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, rather crowded. <laughs> it's great. It's great to have so many friends that come over and you know, yeah. with you guys like that. Yeah, it's, it was it was a it was a fun celebration and it was one of those things that it wouldn't have been as great without if we didn't have all the wonderful people in our lives. Totally. And so I I feel that about my life in general. You know, mm-hmm. I'm so lucky to be surrounded by good people and it makes for. Thanks for good living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Good answer. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Matt, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Oh, I wanted to be a a, a baseball player. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I was going to be a cardinal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. You played for many years. I through high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, were you any good? I, I was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I was, okay. you know, got started to get distracted once I. I entered high school as mm. most high school age boys do, and sure, um, you know, could have went and perhaps perhaps I could have played at a a, a smaller college, um, but college just wasn't in the cards for me. Yeah, mm. yeah, this wasn't. I, I I gave it a shot, and then um, going to college, not playing baseball in college, just going to college in general, and then uh, as soon as I started working in a in a bar in my hometown, mm. I, I ended up dropping out of school and mm. started bartending at that place the week I turned 21, manager mm. there at 23, and then ended up buying a third of it at 25. Wow. Mm. Interesting. Um, 28, mm-hmm. was failing miserably, and moved to St. Louis and started over. Mm. So, <laughs> Well, uh, from where? Carbondale. Carbondale. Southern yeah. Illinois, yeah. So it was, yeah. That's a good up, drinking tent. Yes. Grew, <laughs> up in, grew up in a college town. Yeah. Um, had way too much fun. Way too much fun, <laughs> and that was part of the reason why my uh, I was not successful in my business venture. Mm-hmm. Is that why you made the lifestyle change? Yes, that that is that was the a big reason um, of, for the life the lifestyle change that I made when I guess that was summer of two thousand eleven when I when I quit drinking. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, here we are. It's almost seven years later, and you know, for my life, that still revolves around booze. Uh, people, you know, it surprises them. Another um, mm. people forget too, which is great. Like, mm. I've I've peers that I see on a consistent basis who are like, oh, here, you know, take you want a drink? Can I buy you a drink? Do you want a shot? And I, you know, they they have have forgotten that that I no longer partake. Mm. Um, 
But I think that's a that's a good thing. It doesn't mm-hmm. bother me when someone wants to buy me a shot or right. Sure, yeah. You know, say, hey, you just got yourself an extra shot for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, and I with creating cocktails and things like that, it's I I I'm tasting. I you know work. Um, you know, I have to work a little bit differently mm. than most, where I can't make a cocktail and then you know sip and enjoy it and see. You know, I have to. I have my own methods that seem to have been working out okay as I'm doing research and development and mm-hmm. cocktails, but my wife and all her friends love hanging out at our house when it's research and development day, sure. that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, probably best decision I've ever made outside cool. of marrying my wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, right yeah. Yeah. So, like... Um, do you need to have someone around you to help to really try it out, or do you actually can you just tell by the flavor and the um, mouthfeel? I always look for validation from others, but mm-hmm. most of the time I'm sitting and you know sitting at home at our kitchen table with the flavor bible out and mm-hmm. you know a bunch of I know I'm a, working so closely with a lot of very smart food people I've feel I have a good idea what flavors work well with one another. Um, and so that's really, you know, it's more or less about flavor pairing and then finding, knowing that, okay, you know, just like came in today, we did bourbon, ginger, lemon. And I, since I've worked with those flavor combinations so many times, I know what, you know, kind of what ratios to go sure. with. And, if, you know, there's those classic cocktails, you know, the fizz, the sour, the old-fashioned where those, um, you know, those ratios are kind of set, you know, you know that you can do two ounces of a spirit with one ounce of a sweetener and three quarter ounces of, mm. of a citrus, whether it be lemon, lime, mm. uh, you know, sour citrus, and that's your, your sour recipe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's can inter, interchange, um, mm. obviously as things get more advanced, which I would never, you know, I'm. A lot of the recipes I do for companies are more for like at home basic mixologists as opposed to mm. uh, you know people who are running bar programs and, and things like that. Mm. So hmm. I've heard stories of uh, you know fantastic chefs that don't actually have taste at all. They right. just follow the directions or like they have the mechanics of it down so well they know exactly how gonna come out with the flavor the texture and everything so that's that's funny that you bring that up um i met tj i always i feel like i say his last name wrong vitaly uh who owned blood and sand mm. i met him i was he was at but when i was working at basso i was waiting on him mm. um you know and we were i was talking oh you know i don't drink i don't really you know feel like i can create cocktails because I don't taste he was like well you know the chef that opened Alinea that owns Alinea like he had cancer in his mouth the first two years they were open and they couldn't taste so yeah Yeah. Grant Hackett's and he basically like it destroyed what was his tongue or something that destroyed all his taste buds yeah yeah Mm. so he could taste and now he's like been able to start to taste again Mm. um but that was Mm. you know that I was like oh well, if he could do that, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, because I didn't, at that point, I wasn't tasting anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a, a really long process to like feel like, oh yeah, I think I can handle this and, and taste mm-hmm. and spit. And so it was, it was definitely a, 
a mind game that I played with myself for a year, you know, like, oh, am I ready to do this? And then having some encouragement and, you know, mm. people like, yeah, you're good. Like, you'll be okay. I think mm-hmm. you can put it in your mouth and spit it out. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a lot of other people forget, too, about being a bartender or being in this industry isn't just about creating tasty things. Mm-hmm. It's about providing memorable experiences. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you know, uh, you don't have to make the best tasting cocktails in the world. Obviously, they need to taste good, but if you're going to provide your guests with a memorable experience and give them those warm welcoming feelings you know i think that there's more to it yes yes that's why we pretty much always if we can you probably notice we like to sit at the bar yeah because what is it how you describe i'll describe it as the nerve center of a restaurant Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. you know um, because you know a bartender is pretty much a gm a mixologist almost like a chef almost like that you know a uh a front of house person and back house person all at the same time. Yeah. So they and they're generally in a spot where they can see everything going around them. Right. And you know even you know no one's going to you know most well some people don't drink but even people sitting at, at the tables what the bartenders are doing still affects what they're what's going on over there. Right. So yeah, I mean, not to devalue anyone else in the place, but just like we always have the best experience sitting at a bar. Yeah. At a restaurant because just uh, I don't know, just something about it. Yeah. yeah you 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 could. You see the interaction from all the, you know, the servers and what's really cool is like uh, some restaurants you can you they have open kitchen as well. Yeah. Like we're we've been to Billy Jean uh, twice already. Nice. Uh, it's always a new place and we always sit at the bar there and the bar the kitchen's right there in front of you. Oh wow! So you actually see all that going on in front of you with them plating dishes, you know, uh, doing creme brulees with a blowtorch, you know, just kind of all flipping fishes in a pan and like all the stove with all the things going on us and just. You can see those front of the house people go into the back there, talk to them, come back around, and mm-hmm. the bar's right over next to them. So it's all kind of like this this operating machine right in front of you. Yeah, I'll remember that. We haven't been to Billy Jean yet. It's good. It's yeah, good. I, I feel like any time I go into Clayton, I might spontaneously combust. So <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. 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 We, don't, we don't go there too often. Well, I used to work in downtown Clayton. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, you know, I know exactly the type of people you're talking about. It might give you an odd feeling. Um, I also, uh, I almost got an altercation with one who was, was exceedingly snobby to me one time, who out of claimed far, this person claimed four bar seats. They're open to everyone as theirs. You know, they, just they were there and there were other people were coming. Yeah. And wouldn't let me, you know, my wife and I sit down there saying, oh, no, 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 these are for me and my friends who are coming here. And I was almost wanted to ask her, under whose authority? What are you talking about? Yes. But by bar stools, man. But I was just like, well, okay, and walked away. Doggy kisses. Oh, my. Kisses. That's it. See, Waffles, it's so unfair. (laughs) Why do people people treat us like that? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Why don't people give dogs bacon all the time? Saving bar stools. It's like... Bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Saving... It's like saving spots at a general admission concert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> asking for a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. But I felt it was kind of more like they felt they were kind of above us because they were covered in jewelry and stuff, and we were just—I yeah. was wearing you know a leather jacket and like beat up fedora and like you know probably looked like we're just you know there to pick up the trash and just leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not knowing you know we we're part of the food. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Right. It you know can't judge a book by its cover, right? Mm-hmm. 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 I would, I, 
can't say I would never wear a thousand dollar suit, but uh, Wait, highly you unlike don't, it. You highly don't own un- one? No, definitely. <laughs> no. No. I don't think you do either. Well, I own a bunch of suits. If you add them together, it could be a thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> not, not one. It's like a thousand dollars. There you go. Because yeah. then I'd rather know it would get ruined very quickly and this would be like, it'd be, and then they have a two hundred dollar or a fifty dollar suit. <laughs> me a one dollar suit. Yeah. Okay, my next question for you, Matt. Now, okay, we'll talk about the food scene, but let's go nicer now. Okay. Let's talk about happier things. All right. So when you, let's say when you and Jess go out, when you go out to eat and drink, whatever, um, tell everybody about some dishes or meals or drinks that you guys have had that you think people ought to know about. Oh, man. Um, I'm biased, obviously. The most memorable dish that I had in 2017 in St. Louis was uh, the Chef Chef Michael's carrot carrot dish on the tasty menu at Vicia. Mm. Mm. Tasted like a steak. Really? really? Wow. Yeah, and there's yeah. a carrot. And I mean, I I I love I have a you know affection for carrots, but yeah, like that was incredible. Um, yeah, well, how's the texture? It was like. Buttery, melt mm. in your mouth. Mm. Well, so it's almost like a nice swivied steak. There's mm. a charred person on the outside, kind of like a like a fillet. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, what did the dish consist of? It was literally like they have a grill sauce, uh-huh. and it was a carrot. I, I believe it was an Earth Dance Farm carrot, mm-hmm. and it, that was like so simplistic. I mean, uh, the grill sauce, and I I I don't have the specifics, but it's you know something they make. With veg, you know, with vegetables and a combination of of beef fat throughout the day hmm. or overnight at at the restaurant, hmm. um, and you know, I don't. It might not even be on on the menu when this comes out, but yeah, that was definitely the best dish I had in St. Louis last year. Hmm. Um, we love going to Grace Meat and Three. I think hmm. that's our, oh, yeah. our our favorite our favorite restaurant. We. Uh, I've started to get to know Rick a little bit. And he's a good guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a great guy. We, we always, you know, going back to the hospitality, like that guy yeah. just oozes hospitality. Yes, he does. <laughs> and, uh, you know, his food, food's great as well. Um, you know, another place that we've always been made, always would have warm feelings are uh, brasserie. Um, mm-hmm. We just went there for the first time last week. Yeah. It was wonderful. It's great. Yeah. Burger? Did, hmm? did you have the burger? No, I did not. I um, had the cazole. Okay. Yeah. But I heard the burger's incredible. The burger with foie gras on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So so gluttonous and so awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man. Yeah. We're very, very lucky here. Um, you know, I don't I don't like to leave anybody out. You know, we really like to go to retreat that's down the street yes. from our house. Um, you know, we, man, through, through Jess's 30th birthday there and mm. those, those guys are, are great. Yes, um, mm-hmm. very excited about Yellow Belly up there. Yeah, it'll be awesome. I, uh, you know, Tim, Tim Wiggins is, I think, 10 years younger than me, but I always, I always say when I grow up, I want to be just like Tim Wiggins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that dude's, he's very talented. Yeah. Very talented. And, you know, once again, he's got, got the hospitality piece. Yeah. Um, that so many others seem to forget. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Um, you know, that's St. Louis. I guess what's what jumps jumps out. I'm sorry if I forgot some folks. Uh, you know, Union Loafers is always great, and like they're what how they do things are awesome. 
uh, and the influence that they had on um, Chef Alec Shingle uh, at Vicia, who mm. him and I work really closely together. He is a sous chef, and runs lunch service, and is also bakes the bread every morning, and that's mm. kind of like I, I I eat this focaccia bread mm. for breakfast five <laughs> days a week. Awesome. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah. light and fluffy and very tasty and mm. kind of you know I eat it at 10 a.m when i get in and gets me gets me till two or three in the afternoon so cool. and i know he worked closely um at, with with ted the guys at, at loafers before we opened Vicia. Mm. so yeah i, I could keep going yeah, I, yeah. 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 <laughs> we had the same issue before some asked where's some of the upcoming stars and like well, we have to name everyone. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of like there, because there's so many people now that are just on the scene, and so many different restaurants and things happening. It's just kind of uh, it's hard to do that. You know? It's mm-hmm. it's awesome, you yeah. know. Like can't beat two dollar tacos at Mission yeah. after ten o'clock. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, and they're really good. And they're yeah. really good. And yeah. Or you can go to a Publico and have these. It was amazing. The amazing tacos they were there as well, mm-hmm. and like some really slamming. You know, but they have a good bar program at the Mission Taco as well. Yeah, Kyle, yeah. Kyle uh, Harlan, I, I think. Yeah, Kyle Harlan. He's yeah, he's like very impressive in the, in the and the the volume that they do. There's so there's Tyler, Tyler, right? Tyler. Bobblets. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tyler's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, now that they're expanding to be able to keep the consistency that they do mm. is, is impressive. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm wondering, do you know where, uh, speaking of like uh, Mission Taco in Tilford, do you know where they're moving Milagro Modern Mexican? I have not heard. Yeah, I know they're moving, but I don't know where they're moving to. Yeah, I, ha- I have not heard. Yeah. I, I've never, never met Adam Tilford, right? Is there yeah. two Tilford brothers? I believe so. Yeah, I think yeah. so, but I think Adam's the. Uh, Oh, I switched cheese memory, so it's, you're addressing the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We used to go to, when we lived in Kirkwood, we went to Milagro fairly regularly, and yeah. it was good. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. But I agree with what they said. It's hard to find. Yeah. You yeah. have to look, right. but it was, it, some dishes were better than at Mission. Yeah. Oh, it was, oh, really yeah, 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 definitely. It was a little bit higher end, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, was it wasn't like, it wasn't exactly fine dining, per se, but um, it wasn't quite this casual as Mission Taco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't a volume place. It was a, yeah. you know, here's some really interesting stuff, you know, that, you know, sit and savor, enjoy on a nice date night. Yeah. Yeah, we never made it out there, and I, I regret that. Well, they're going to open up somewhere else, though, so. Yeah. Hopefully um, we'll we'll have a, a chance. Yeah. I think Kirkwood then reminded me of Webster, and so give Olive and Oak, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't. We were lucky. We've eaten there. Yeah, we ate there last year, mm. and that uh, was always, you know, another like warm, very like great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Charlie and Morgane. Yeah, they're doing awesome stuff. Yeah, there. yeah they're great. Mm-hmm. Like they definitely know hospitality. As well. Yeah, those are those are two people that are like high at my on my list of who I want to collaborate with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know they've got Clover and the Bee now next door. Yes, um, one of their managers. Uh, worked during lunch for the first six months we were open at Vicia Ian Holiday and he's another great hospitality guy he's very smart with coffee um, you know I've never drank much espresso until I started hanging out with him and mm. then he kind of exposed me to some mm. you know that not all espresso is this dark roast it's mm. you know bitter that there's a lot of like bright acidic 
espresso beans that are available. A yeah. lot, a lot of um, Comet coffee is where is where he exposed me to that. So yeah, a lot of people talk very high of Comet coffee. We've not been there enough. Yeah. We, went there, we went there a couple times, but not too often. Yeah, I remember it has awesome grape pie. I never had grape mm. pie before. That's good. And also, they had the uh, stuffed like uh, pastries with like meat and cheese in them. Yes, it was so good. Yeah, well, that's I. I, I don't want to say I buy all of my coffee beans from there, but I think you know, once well, at least once a month, I'm in there buying beans. Not, not twice. Um, try and spread my the love around the coffee scene in St. Yeah. Louis. You know, it's pretty massive. Yes, yeah. there's lots. I the the guys at blueprint really introduced me to elevated coffee when i was living closer mm. to the loop now that we're in the central west end midtown area mm. um you know like i said i'll make it to comet once a week to buy beans there's mm. rise in the grove yeah. which has uh they pour sump um so mm. and they also sell sump by you know whole bean and they've been bringing in uh, good folks which mm. is out of louisville oh wow and uh, I've been been drinking a lot of that the last six months. Um, yeah. yeah, coffee, and then you know you mentioned tea earlier. I've been drinking a lot of tea from the Big Heart Tea Company. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's great. She's good stuff. Did you see um, how last week she came out with a line of hot cocos? Uh, I I did. Yeah, I'm <laughs> curious about those. Yeah, I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, you uh, utilize quite a few of her teas in your cocktails. Yeah, like three or four of them. For sure, I. I used her drop it like it's hot which is hibiscus and tulsi mm. basil mm-hmm. um sunshine dust which is turmeric and ginger um i've used the karma yes which is spearmint and mm-hmm. lemongrass so those are like yeah. herbal infusions yeah. and you know it's for someone like it for me it's easy to get a bag of tea from her with these flavor combinations already ready for yeah. me and she has them balanced and as to like going and buying herbs from the store and then trying to find the right balance um and i like to support support lisa and support yeah. the big heart tea company totally because yeah, they've been very supportive of me um and yeah like i've been drinking a lot of that stuff at home an oolong that i've been drinking in the afternoon to kind of instead of the afternoon cup of coffee it's tea and then mm-hmm. Been drinking the royal treatment, which is mint and lavender, mm. towards the end of the night. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, is that caffeine free? Caffeine free. That sounds nice. Nice yeah. and soothing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, started to mess around making some ice cubes, Ooh. some tea ice cubes. Mm-hmm. I uh, oh, with tea in, in ice cubes. Yeah, I, uh, that would be good. That's a good I, idea. I staged uh, the aviary in Chicago. Um, for a couple days uh, before Thanksgiving, because oh, we were closed at Visia that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, well, this is I had a connection to where you know." So the guys that are running that that not Grant Ackett's or the owners, but Micah Melton and uh, another gentleman named Jeremiah. I can't remember his last name, um, but they're old St. Louis guys, hmm. um, okay. and hmm. they're now. They used to work here. Yeah, I think they even grew up here. Really? Salt. Okay. Oh. Yeah. The place on Lindell. 
uh, yeah, where yeah. before it was... It was Natalie's. Yeah. Nat- oh, yeah. right, yep. right. That was so, before, I think that was before we even knew each other. Yeah, yeah. Matt yeah. Obermark and Matt Sorrell. And, yeah, yeah, good people. Yeah, well, okay. Okay. <laughs> right. yeah, right. okay, you're used to it. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a blush How many for me. do you have? Two. Two, and they're, they're big, yeah. right? And, okay. and Sawyer wants to do this all the time. Yeah, Just that's okay. Lick. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and, and Cuddle. jump on you. Nice. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. He likes it. Yeah. yeah. This is something interesting in your hands, though. He's, yes. Uh, must be something tasty on there. And you taste that booze? Yeah. You taste that booze? Yeah. That's what, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Matt, I was going to ask you next. Um, people <laughs> find you at Vizia, but you're only at lunch. That's why we never see him when we go yeah. at dinner time. Yeah. But I didn't know that, honestly. Yeah, but, it's, you know, it's one of those things... Um, it enables me to have my nights mm-hmm. free. Yes. Um, you know, Phil Ingram's running the bar program there. Mm-hmm. Jen is... Uh, and they do a stellar job. Yeah, yeah. Jen Epley's the beverage director, and mm-hmm. she's created an amazing wine program. Cool. Um, you know, those are people that, like, I look up to. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and watch what they're doing on a everyday basis. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and Phil used to work at the Old Standard, right? Yeah, Phil. That's right. I, Phil worked at Old Standard. Phil was at Sardella. Phil was at Basso. Um, mm-hmm. So he's been somebody who I've had my, I've been watching. Yeah. So it's nice, you know, I I don't play any part in the the, the bar R&D there, but we have a, a lot of conversations and, you know, I said I watch watch what they're doing and it's like very inspiring and yeah you know having being able to continue to have my nights free to host events you know we just did a big dinner with David Choi from Soul Taco mm. that was awesome um, you know there'll be more collaborative dinners this year like that um, but you know it, now that I'm starting to branch out and do Music City Barkeep and hopefully. Mile High Barkeep mm. in Denver, uh, you know, I'm mm. able to travel. I'm able to grow my network. Um, well, I'm also able to, you know, stop working at eight o'clock on mm. days when I don't have an event. Yeah. Like you know, seven, eight. It's like somewhat a normal schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are the barkeep uh, businesses here? What exactly do they do? They do. All right. So like, we I've developed this plan that and there's a, a, a 30 second video on my website now where mm. you can hire our company to do come to your party or your corporate event or whatever you're doing and we'll set up a custom cocktail table mm-hmm. so you'll walk in and you pick from uh three like standard cocktail recipes you can pick a fizz a sour or an old-fashioned mm. and then we have different shrubs and syrups um and bitters so you can kind of pick i'll guide you or jonathan will guide you through you know oh you know pick your pick your flavor of your cocktail um you know so we did that at mardi gras last weekend and it's a there's an overwhelming response you know every good bartender is doing this with you when you go and you sit down at a bar and you don't know what you want to drink like oh you know, what's your favorite spirit? Oh, what kind of flavors are you into? What kind of fl- flavor mm. profile? Mm-hmm. We're just bringing this to private events, mm. which I don't think has been done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's cool. It's interactive. It's unique. Like I said, I don't think... I've never heard of anybody doing this. Mm. Um, and so we're doing that. Like, that's kind of... Mm. 
like the solid like hopefully we you know going into more event season since we're recording this in february as we get into march as we get into april and the wedding seasons and you know other things like that you know music festivals obviously i've been involved with lou fest mm. the last couple of years and that my role with them keeps expanding mm. um but yeah so we'll you know try and have that baseline do parties mm. and then that enables me to then also continue to work with spirit companies younger companies that mm. are starting their brands or mm. they're looking you know there's a, an irish whiskey called the quiet man and i create mm. you know drink strategies and recipes mm. for them that I think will be on their website here shortly. Cool. Um, you know, that's like the dream is to mm. create these marketing strategies and based around cocktails. Cause I could do it sitting at home, sure. like yeah. with my hanging out with my dogs. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, maybe one day it'll, it'll build with how many distilleries there are in, in the country and how they're, Continue, you know, you're seeing the distillery boom, like the brewery mm. boom. I think there's going to be a market for that. Mm. Um, but you know, going into other, uh, like going into Nashville, I the first time, the first business trip was I went to two co-working spaces that both had hosted events. Mm -hmm. So I've got went talked to them. They're like, hey, I need you know space to host host meetings and do work when I'm in town. It's like, oh, by the way, I also have bartending services. Do you guys, um, you know, do you have one, like, bar service that you work with? They're like, no, we normally just kind of let whoever's hosting the party come in. And mm. so I automatically, like, by partnering up with those co-working spaces, I have a line nice. to gigs in those yeah. towns in, in Nashville. Um, and I'm also was very fortunate to know the president of the chap the national chapter of the usbg really oh, cool. yeah wow. and so him and i had lunch and hmm. we kind of we sat down and i had a list of distilleries of who i was going to just kind of cold call like a salesman and go introduce myself and be like this is what i'm doing in st louis you know and he was able to be like don't waste your time here hmm. when you go to this place this is who you talk to hmm. cool so literally i went down and like laid solid foundations and came back with uh doing a bar menu mm. for the nashville craft distillery cool which yeah. is wow. yeah cool. like the first day so what those uh those leads yeah like, you know they're in green lawns gotta get the leads yeah it, <laughs> it's you know i am a you know i am in sales you know i'm selling yeah. my my company and myself right. which is kind of weird but yeah my I, you know i'm very genuine as you guys know and i'm not yeah not gonna try and sell anybody something that they don't need and just like you know, here in St. Louis where I did some stuff for free like the first year I did Lufest I did had a, a bar and VIP where we did some fun festival themed cocktails I did that for free and then the next year it turned into I had my own area within the general mission of the festival called mm -hmm. Fizz and Folly yeah. which had Featured 15 different cocktails last year. Yeah, and some cool bands, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what's his name from uh, Bowling Farms? Yeah, David Bowen. Yeah, yeah. Rap, and like, I didn't know you could do that. He's like, yeah. he's actually damn good. Yeah, can... yeah. I, David Bowen, uh, man, talk about one of my, like, that guy. Grow some amazing vegetables. Very, like, humble and genuine and yeah. 
once again warm, and then he's a great musician and has like that guy's taking John Shields up vegetables in Chicago, <laughs> you know, yeah. like he to a, a chef with two Michelin stars and he's buying vegetables from from wow. from David Bolin, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. which is. Which is great. Mm. Um, we got to get him over here. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, no. This year, the the conversation that's had this week is that Fizz and Folly is going to have its own bigger stage at Lou Fest. Awesome. Where it's, more visible. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, it'll be. It won't be like a little trailer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It makes it. It's going to be a real stage. Nice. Um, we're bringing on on-premise partners mm. um cool. so the goal is to have eight to twelve um local bars and restaurants come and feature their cocktails nice also very the, cool the very gambling cool. the gambling group was the first on board with that so cool. sub-zero gambling whiskey house and 1764 yeah. they'll have a presence cool actually that means dustin as well yes love yeah. that guy yeah, <laughs> he's a trip isn't he yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a party in a box just yes. put in a room boom instant party yeah he's <laughs> he's one of those guys that you know he's always been very supportive of me um he's, he's a friend like we've done done a couple things together now and i'm really looking forward to to working working with him uh Cause he has a, you know, he's been around and like, as we develop this on, yeah. cause the on-premise partner thing is new and it's mm-hmm. a, a way for us to gain exposure for LuFest, mm-hmm. um, and you know, make it even more about St. Louis by bringing in companies like that and, you know, STL Barkeep, you know, I better be all about St. Louis, which I, which I am. I've, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love this city and you know, everything that's going on. It's, it's awesome. We've got. You know, Nudo House on the cover of Food and Wine. Like, yeah, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, since we're talking, that reminds me, uh, Gerard Kraft and his Lines Choice. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. And they just announced, what, two days ago? Yeah. And it's yeah. selling out all over. Is it? Is it so, I'm, I, Apparently I'm, so. Yeah. I'm, I want to, I'm trying to eat healthy, um, but I'm like going to break down I gotta go get get me some lines. Oh, choice. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I'm I sure, gotta see what it's all about. I'm sure Gerard Kraft's thing is uh, who he's doing is very good, but I prefer just the classic lines choice. Yeah, yeah, I love the, this classic roast beef there. You know, with some with horseradish sauce on it. You know, just I'm screwed. I'm going to lines choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's lunch. Yes. Um. Okay, Matt. Tell people. So you're gonna, you're gonna have an extended answer to this. Tell everybody about where they can find you. In person and online. All right. What are all your stats? Man, so that it blows people's mind when they see STL Barkeep at an event and they're like, oh, you guys you guys have a bar? Where? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, no, we really don't. Um, you so kind of mo- sort of have a bar in the Beehive, but that's yeah, about it. Yeah, beehives, the Beehive's home. Um, but I need to branch out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, yeah, like, you know, like, can do do fun events in the central west end but there's a lot more to st louis um so i guess most importantly stlbarkeep.com um follow me on on instagram facebook um very very active on on instagram if you want to look at cocktail porn you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) find some fun recipes some unique stuff um post about my events so that's that's Real, you know, like it's, there's not like a consistent 
you know, oh, you can find me this place, um, you know, but, but just know that if you're going to come to a, an event that I throw, that it's going to be, it'll be, it'll be fun. You'll, you'll get that, that warm feeling. You'll taste some, some tasty cocktails, very likely some tasty food. You know, we were, we're gearing up in the Mardi Gras season. I was talking mm-hmm. about Tyler Davis and buying some King Cakes for our Fat Tuesday party mm-hmm. from him. So I know this will air after that, but you know, mm-hmm. St. Louis has grown because of collaboration, and I, yeah, I, definitely, that's something that Very I, much so. I I love to do. Um, and then yeah, like looking for a fun, fun, quick, uh, affordable lunch. Come see me at Visia Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lunch services from eleven to one thirty. Um, have a have a taste of of what Chef Michael and his his team are doing. Um, you know, for for a low financial commitment. You know, mm. there's. <laughs> I I think the the eighty five dollars Chef's Tasting menu that we offer at Vissi is the best food value. Definitely in St. Louis, maybe even in the Midwest. Mm. Um, you know, I'll put it up there with the. $240 tasting menus that I've gone and loved in Chicago um, mm. and the, the the love and value or the love behind it is makes it that much more uh, valuable um, but yeah for launching two items for $11 and you're going to get the locally sourced and ethically sourced I guess would mm. be a better way to do it because sure. he has connections all over uh, the country and you know hmm. we, we're not afraid to bring in produce or um, food from another part of the country as long as they're doing things the right way sure. uh, and that's that's what's you know I think when it gets down to it right mm-hmm. people that are doing things the right way whether it be farmers whether restaurateurs no matter what kind of business you're in mm-hmm. like if you're doing things the right way but you know, I wanna I wanna support you. you know, mm. Tea, Big Heart Tea Company, like mm-hmm. where she's sourcing her teas from, uh, and the impact that that little company is having on making on on farmers where she's getting her teas, is, mm. it's it's impressive, mm. you know. And it's just like four people in a warehouse yeah. in South City, like cranking out all this tea, but they're making a huge difference in people's lives across across the ocean because mm. they're sourcing things right. Mm. Um, Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had a, a better answer on where you know. No, that's fine. Nice. fine. Sounds, sounds like you're everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a lot of a lot of different places. So what a lot of people may not know is that you host uh, fairly regular meals, ticketed dinners in in the Beehive. Yeah. That are collaborations with the SCO Barkeep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the Beehive. Um, which is the second floor of Brennan's, correct. which a lot of people may not know. Yes, the Beehive. It's been. It's where I host. So we posted a couple dinners, um, and then do some stuff with Sauce Magazine, called mm. Spirited Session. So mm. it's in collaboration with Matt Sorrell and mm. Great Allison Mace and the Sauce team. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I said too, like this year I wanna like yeah, two thousand seventeen. There was a lot of time in the Beehive, and I I I wanna I wanna get out and you know expand my horizons and do stuff in different parts of the city. Um, we're going to, I definitely know that there will be a cocktail pop-up at Soul Taco. Mm. Mm, that sounds great. Yeah. And the loop, yeah. um, you know, we did a, a beer event, started 
brought on Katie Herrera. She's part of the STL Barkeep team now, hmm. focusing. She's in charge of all things beer. So we did a, a, a beer event at Second Shift. I think there's going to be more more beer-focused things this year, which is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. We're in St. Louis. Beer's huge. Yes. And if I, you know, working with someone like her and to expose the STL Barkeep brand to all the people in the beer community, to me, it, it just will help grow mm-hmm. um, and expose those people to, um, you know, the dinners that, that we do or, you know, so people don't all, beer people don't always drink beer and cocktail people don't always drink cocktails, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I would like to... to find somebody to work, start doing some things with wine. Um, Mm. My knowledge is very basic when it comes to wine, and there's so much out there, and, you know, people love it. Um, You know, it'd be fun to, like, bring everything, you know, in a full circle and have a a dinner with an amazing chef with some fun, cool cocktails for me, Mm. you know, great beers picked out by Katie, and then find this wine person that matches you know katie's very similar to me she's very passionate she's very fun she's very warm she's very driven um you know find that wine person and and make it a a complete team you know and and, uh my buddy jonathan who's partners up with me on a lot of stuff he's kind of launching his own um you know, f- food event, and I, you guys have eaten his food. You get, oh yeah, yeah, you he's know. very talented. He's yeah, and, you know, he's very talented, very young, and that was yeah. something like, mm-hmm. man, what's he gonna be like in ten years when he's my age? Mm-hmm. And he's been, mm-hmm. you know, he works so hard and so so smart. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a fun time to be a St. Louisan, right? St. Louisan, yes. is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> to be in St. Louis, definitely. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Then my last question for you today is, do you have any asks or requests for the folks listening to us? Oh, Anything uh, at all? Man, that's a, that's a tough one. Because um, I don't want to make it about me. I want to make it about, like, our image. I think it's like, you know, be open-minded. Try new things. I'm sure a lot of, a lot of your listeners are open-minded when it comes to food. Mm-hmm. Um that's kind of our mantra for this year. Yeah. If we go somewhere and something new on the menu, you're like, oh, why not? Let's try yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Even though you may not like and, it. And, and remember, too, like, I, I say this about like, you know, music and art and food. You know, it's not a competition. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's, it, like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm. You sure. know, and I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, this restaurant's better than this restaurant. Like, obviously, there's yeah. some things that you could see, but, you know, it's 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 not a competition in yeah. what my taste buds like, what my, you know, my taste in music, my mm. taste in art, you know, that doesn't mean that what I like is the best. Yeah. It's just what I prefer. Yeah. And I, I think that more people would view those three things, I think we would be better as a, as a society and, and a culture. You know, it's like, uh, I definitely don't like a lot of the music that my wife listens to, but <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, you know, I need to practice what I preach and be like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. okay. 
you just listen to that when I'm not around, please. <laughs> I <won't. laughs> yeah, well, one of the biggest roles when Christy and I was first dating was Lady Gaga. Yeah? <laughs> I did not like her at all. You know, I, I can't say I'm like... Well, like her man, but I want to go see her live. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Sure. I don't just get to know her. I wouldn't say want to her music, right. but you know. Yeah, I, it's it, I, you know I I've seen fish forty times, so just <laughs> oh like, just just definitely I will not play fish when she's in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like one of those you know. So you were you, a fish head. I was. I was yeah. not so much anymore. Yeah. Um, so you know all about the Book of Wilson and all. Yes, that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny oh, I didn't expect yeah. that today um, yeah so she can she listens to Taylor Swift in the car and I listen to Fish sometimes when I'm in the car but we never listen to them in the car together and I go see Taylor Swift live too I bet that's pretty oh, funny yeah, actually, yeah. I'm sure yeah. yes okay well, that was the tangent uh, okay well We'll sign off now. We can talk about Taylor Swift and, and Fish and Lady Gaga. Okay. Matt, thank you so much for yeah, coming you're over. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You have a total new friend now. Yeah, Waffles. I'm not going to leave you alone. This is Christine Guthrie with We Eat Stuff, and this has been another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. I would also like to encourage everyone to join our Patreon page, which you can find at patreon.com slash weeatstuff. There, you can become a sponsor of this podcast and all the work we do, and be rewarded with cool stuff. We appreciate your support. Please join us next week for another interview, but in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye!